0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Today we're talking about doing rock conversions within the TSP. Whether you can do it, whether you should do it, how you can actually do it in real life, all those sort of things we're going to dive into today. And the big reasons why you want to do this sort of thing. So at the end of the day, you keep more of your tax dollars in your own pocket and give less legally to Uncle Sam. That's what we're going to dive into today. If you're new here, so good to have you. My name is Dallin Hawes. I'm a financial planner who serves federal employees all day long. And I absolutely love it. Helping you guys retire comfortable and confident. So here's the short answer. Can you do Roth conversions in the TSP? No, you cannot do Roth conversions in the TSP. You cannot do this. What people mean by Roth conversions is they want want to get money from, from the traditional TSP to the Roth TSP. And can you do this Absolutely not. You cannot do that at all. A TSP simply doesn't allow that to happen. Now, can you do this within an IRA? Yes, you can. We're going to talk about that in a little bit later, but within the TSP, you can't do it. They do not allow you. Once you put money in, for example, let's say every year you put 10 grand into the TSP. And right now, you're putting money in the traditional, okay? If you want to change where money is going, your contributions. If you want to now start putting money into the Roth instead, you can do that, but you can't put any money that's already existing, that's already in the traditional TSP. You can't then move it over to the Roth TSP. They do do not allow that, that to happen. So that's the short answer of no. Within the TSP, you can't, but there's other ways to do it. Okay. Let me make one clarification. So when we're ever talking about Roth conversions, Roth conversion is taking money from a pre-tax account that's already there and moving it to a Roth account. Again, this is most often done within an IRA. You cannot do it in the TSP. That's what a conversion is. People often get this mixed up. They often start talking about backdoor Roth IRAs. Those two things are not the same. They're not the same thing. So if you're thinking these are the same, make sure you get the clarification. So conversion is getting money that's already traditional, moving it to Roth. A backdoor is basically getting money into a Roth when you are over certain income thresholds, so you can't put directly to a Roth. That's a long story. I'm not going to dive into backdoor, okay? I'm not going to go into that right now. All I wanted to make sure was clear is those things are different, and when you read things online, make sure you understand which one they're talking about because these get mixed up all the time. Again, backdoor Roth, Roth conversions are completely different. You want to check that out if you are confused on what those are, Okay. Next, how basically, whenever I talk about Roth and all the benefits of having a Roth TSP or a Roth IRA, all the benefits of having after-tax money, people say, okay, how do I get more Roth? What are the best ways? If I can't do this, if I can't put money that's already in the traditional TSP, I can't move it to the Roth, how can I get more Roth in the best way possible? Well, let's talk. While you're working, okay, while you're working, if you want Roth, the simplest and best way, in my opinion, to get Roth money is to simply contribute straight to the Roth TSP. You don't want to do try to do conversions or, or backdoor Roth or whatever. I wouldn't do any of that until you're already just putting money straight into the Roth TSP. Roth TSP has tons of benefits. I've actually got a whole video, I'll link it below, of of comparing the traditional TSP to the Roth TSP, the pros, cons, so if you wanna check that out to see if this makes sense for it, go check that out. Okay, go check that out. Long story short, while you're working, if you want Roth, contribute directly to it. In the TSP, there's no income limits, there's no nothing, okay? And just to recap, if you don't know, the Roth TSP and the traditional TSP share a contribution limit, meaning this changes every year. But if you're 50 plus, you could put $30,000 into the TSP year from your paychecks, from your money. Okay. Any matching contributions is on top of that. Meaning if you put 15,000 in the traditional, you can put 15,000 in the Roth, but no more. If you put 30,000, let's say in the Roth, you can't put any in the traditional. That's how it works. It's a shared limit. Okay? So again, while you're working, if you want Roth, put money straight into the Roth TSP. That's the simplest and best way, 99% of the time. Now, when you are retired, the story changes. When you're retired, that's when, if you want to get more Roth, that's when you're going to have to do Roth conversions. Again, moving money from traditional to the Roth, but like we said, we can't do it within the TSP, so how on earth do we do it? We do it within an IRA, okay? An IRA. Now, many of you, I'm sure, already have IRAs. Basically, it stands for Individual Retirement Account. It's basically a retirement account outside of the government, okay? And there's a couple ways to do it. Some people move their TSP to an IRA. Um, But long story short, let me walk you through what a Roth conversion looks like. What the heck is a Roth conversion? Well, let's say you have all your money or most of your money in the traditional TSP, which most people do, okay? Traditional TSP. So that's, this is where most of your money is. If you want to get some of that over to the Roth, well, we can't just move it to the Roth TSP. They won't let you do that. But what is the best way to do this? Well, what the best people that are doing Roth conversions, this is what it looks like. They move whatever money they want to do the Roth conversions with, they move that to a traditional IRA, a traditional IRA. So, a traditional TSP to traditional IRA. That's what they do. Again, this is traditional. And because both of these are traditional, aka pre-tax, that means when money moves between these accounts, no taxes are owed. The government doesn't care. It's a pre-tax account to a pre-tax account. They don't care. Okay? They're not going to charge you taxes. That's completely tax-free. Okay? So, let's say you move $10,000 from the traditional TSP to your traditional IRA. Great, government doesn't care at all. You can make that move any day, okay? Now, to do a Roth conversion, you then move money from Roth or traditional IRA to Roth IRA. Now, here's the deal. Let me make one clarification. Some people get this confused. You do not want to confuse, when I'm talking about traditional TSP and Roth TSP, with traditional IRA and Roth IRA. Those are completely different things, okay? You don't want to say Roth IRA when you mean Roth TSP, okay? Those are two different things, okay? Again, IRAs are outside the government, outside of the TSP. So to do a Roth conversion, the best way is moving from traditional TSP, moving whatever you wanna convert over to a traditional IRA, or you can move your entire account, there's lots of different things. If you wanna know about TSP versus IRA, I've got a whole video, I'm gonna link that up below, check that out, that's gonna be super helpful for you as well. But a Roth conversion, again, is traditional TSP to traditional IRA, then to a Roth IRA. Now, when this money movement happens between a pre-tax account and an after-tax account, that is when the government says, hey, whoa, 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 We care about that one. You just put money into an after-tax account, you can do it, but we need our tax cut, okay? That is when the government wants their tax cut, okay? I dropped my pen, here we go. And so that's when you pay taxes. However, people might ask, okay, why do I want to make this move if I'm gonna have to pay taxes on the money I move? And the answer is because, here are the reasons, okay? Here here are the big reasons, there's four big ones, okay? You do Roth conversions, you want to get more Roth in any of these four situations. Number one, you think your taxes are going up in the future, okay? This could mean that your income is just going to be higher in the future. This could mean tax rates are going to go up, which they certainly are, in my opinion. They certainly will be going up in the future. Um, so if you think either of those are going to happen, your income is going to go up, taxes, tax brackets and things are just going to be higher in the future, guess what? You can do Roth now pay the taxes now at the lower tax rates and then not have to worry about it later. So for example, in 2026, we know that tax rates are gonna revert back to higher tax rates that they were um, before, before a big tax change happened. I think it was 2017, okay? So we know if nothing happens in Congress, they do nothing, tax rates are going up, okay? So some people say, I wanna just pay the taxes now and I don't wanna have to worry about it later. Okay, that's number one. Next is fill up your tax bracket. What does that mean, fill up your tax bracket? Well, I know my, more, my board here is an absolute mess. Okay, so let me, let me clean this up a little bit. So basically, when I say tax bracket, we all know that, okay, I'm just going to clear a little spot so we have some room to work with here, okay? Um, we all know that basically, as you earn more money, the higher percentage of that money goes to the taxes. So let's say if you only make, let's say, 30 grand, then your tax bracket may only be the 10%, or depending if you're single or married, whatever. But let's say that puts you in the 10% tax bracket, meaning for every extra dollar you make, 10% of that has to go straight to the federal government. That, that's kind of what it means. Okay. Now, if you make, let's say, 200,000, you may be in, let's say, the 32% bracket, depending on if you're single, married, whatever, right? I'm making these numbers up. Meaning every extra dollar you make you pay 32% a lot higher percentage of your income goes to taxes. Okay, and basically every so often you hit new brackets, right? You're not going to be in the 10% forever. Once you make over certain amounts, you pop up to let's say the 12% and then the 22 and then 24 and then 32, right? It goes up, right? Well, you can look at how much income you're going to make in a given year. Let's say you're going to make 100 grand in retirement, Okay. Um, and you say, hey, look, I can make another 20 grand until I, until I go up into the next tax bracket, right? Right now, I'm in the 12% tax bracket. I can make another 20 grand before I pop up into the, let's say, the 22. Okay, what if I move 20 grand from the traditional IRA to the Roth, right? If I did that, I pay my 12%, I don't pop up to the next bracket, and I'm, I'm in the clear. That's a very common strategy people use to fill up your tax bracket. Now, if you don't know what tax brackets are, I would right now pause this video, type into Google tax brackets, 2023, and it'll pop up. There'll be a chart that pops up that'll show you right now what tax brackets look like, how much income you'd have to make to be in each one. Okay. So that is fill up your tax bracket. Okay. Can be a great strategy. Now, if you're in a high tax bracket, a tax bracket, you're not going to be in for very long. Maybe your income's going to come back down. Then don't do Roth conversions. Don't fill up a tax bracket. You don't want to be in. Okay. Food for thought. Next, when markets are down, what does that mean? What does it mean when, when markets are down? Why do we want to do Roth conversions? Okay. So let me do an example. Let's say, again, these are going to be super simplified numbers. Let's say you have $100 in your traditional TSP. Okay. And you could, you could insert a million or half a million or two million, how much, however much you have, insert that amount. Let's, let's use $100 just to keep the numbers extremely simple. If you have $100 in your TSP, well, as we know, I, I've got other videos on how you should be investing your TSP now and in retirement. But as you know, it fluctuates depending on how you're investing it, right? And fluctuation is not bad. It's just in the short term, if you're investing in things that are, are going to grow well over time, you're going to get some fluctuation, okay? So let's say that your 100, your $100 goes down to 80 for whatever reason. There's a stock market crash, a scare, A war that pops up that people freak out and the stock market goes down to let's say 80. Okay, so instead of $100, you now have $80. Okay, but as we know, markets and things go up. But um, what if, while your account is at $80, just hey, look, my account's down a little bit. What if I did some Roth conversions? When the market's down, I get the money over to a Roth account, and then when the market recovers, that growth happens in an after-tax account, right? And the perks of Roth accounts, if you haven't watched my other videos on that, is that that growth happens tax-free, okay? Any growth that happens in an after-tax account, a Roth account, that money is tax-free. So if you, let's say, again, you have $100, it goes down to 80. You then convert that all over to a Roth IRA, so now you have 80 in a Roth, okay? Now let's say it recovers back to 100. That, that 20 that you just earned, that's all tax-free, plus all the 80 that's now in the Roth, it's all tax-free, and any growth beyond that is tax-free, and you only had to pay taxes on 80, because it was down when you pulled the money over, right? So I know it's hard to know when the market is quote-unquote down, it's hard to know, um, but you could just look at it relatively, right, compared to uh, the last few years, are things doing well, doing not so well, and if the market's up, it's still not a bad time necessarily to do a Roth conversion, but a down market could be a great opportunity to do a Roth conversion, um, not pay less taxes and all that extra growth that comes when the recovery happens. It happens in a tax-free account, which we absolutely love that. Last but not least, avoid RMDs. RMDs stand for required minimum distributions. And what that means is basically that the rules are changing, but depending on your birthday, either at 73... Or 75, depending on how old you are. Okay, these ages used to be 70 and a half, and 72. They're now changing to 73 and 75, depending on when you were born. Either at 73 or 75, the government is going to start requiring you to distribute money out of pre-tax accounts, whether it's a traditional IRA or your traditional TSP. If it's a pre-tax account, starting at these ages, the government is going to start requiring that you pull money out of these accounts to get their tax revenue. When money comes out of pre-tax accounts, you pay taxes on them, okay? So, how can we avoid RMDs? Well, after tax accounts like Roth TSP, like Roth IRA, they are not subject to RMDs. They are not subject to RMDs. So, you have control over when you pull that money out. You have control over tax situations. You have a lot more control down the road If you have more Roth money, if you have only traditional, guess what? You have no choice. You have to take those RMDs um, and that'll put you in whatever tax bracket it's going to put you in, which can be really, really painful. Okay. So here's the deal. Let's do a quick recap. Number one, you cannot do Roth conversions in a TSP. Number two, conversions are not the same as a backdoor Roth. Okay. If you don't know the difference and you've got these confused in the past, look up a backdoor Roth. I've got videos on that. I'm not going to dive into that today though. Next. While you're working, if you want Roth to put money straight into the Roth DSP, don't worry about conversions or anything. While you're retired, then you could look at Roth conversions, getting money over to a Roth IRA. And these are the big reasons when to do it. Number one. If your taxes are gonna go up, either your income is or tax brackets are going to, you think, in the future. Next, you can fill up your tax bracket to to, to really max out whatever tax bracket you're in. Next, if markets are down, you give you a tax discount by doing things that are lower valued, and then all that extra growth happens in a Roth account. Next is avoid RMDs because Roth accounts again don't have to. They're not subject to RMB. So that is a recap. I hope that's helpful. If you have any questions, there is actually a link below to submit questions and we base our future content on those questions and we will rock and roll from there. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you guys next time.